Welcome to Tipping Point, the power of clarity, where we go live with experts on a broad range of topics such as uh, business leadership, emotional well-being, trauma, or even financial literacy. Um, in the many years that I've been an executive coach working with people across the country, what I found is that people are looking for experience, strength, and hope. And this podcast is literally designed to offer you just that. So we give you acts like access really to experts from around the world. Um, and their whole intent is to give you actionable tips to inspire you so you can take action, better your life and go from there. So today's uh, guest is Peter Jansen. He's a good friend of mine, actually. I've known him for a long time. His background is that he was a venture capitalist turned crypto expert. And today we're going to be exploring the world of cryptocurrency NFTs and anything you wanted to know about the space. So, Peter, welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me today. <laughs> so good to have you. Um, so, okay, Peter, so for context, why don't you share a little bit about your background and how you got into crypto? Awesome. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, I've been doing uh, venture capital for the last 10 years. Uh, looking to invest in companies that are altruistic and for the betterment of mankind, uh, mainly in the technology and healthcare space. Uh, when I came across crypto technology, specifically Bitcoin, um, you know, in 2012 or 2013, um, and started investing in 2017, really fell in love with the concept of you know what blockchain does and immutable ledgers and just uh, the altruism that I think that blockchain will have in shaping the future. So I was really excited in this space. And, um, you know, now, as you mentioned, I've, I'm pivoting to put all my attention on it because I really do believe that it's the next big thing to change the future. Yeah, that's amazing. But P Peter, you're such a financial expert. Like you, you are one of my most trusted people in terms of the space. Like, how did you get started in the industry? You know, so much at, at, I think your age and, like, I think you're like 10 years ahead of most people that are like 10 years older than you. <laughs> so, <Okay>. like, <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, crypto is, it's kind of a scary world, right? There's so much information. There's so much to learn. It's uh, forever moving and changing in real time. Uh, you know, the, the ways that I got involved um, was, you know, attending conferences, um, reading white papers and um, following other thought leaders in the space. Um, you know, watching their YouTube channels, signing up for their uh, distribution lists. And, you know, really it's a full-time job by just constantly staying up to up on, on what's happening and, and listening and learning from other people that are, are shaping the space. Yeah, no, totally. And I think you've done so well in the space and we'll get, well, I think we can get to that later, but let's just back up and talk about like, what is blockchain technology and like, why is there such a buzz right now? Cool. Yeah. So just to keep it very simple, um, you know, blockchain technology is uh, a technology that allows people to um, put information on a ledger, an immutable um, ledger. So uh, it's really unique because for the first time in history, you can store data um, on a block that can't be changed. 
And you know, I think there's a lot of buzz. Blockchain technology has been around now for over 10 years. Um, and I think there's a lot of buzz now because you know people have been making a lot of money. And when people make a lot of money, uh, that creates a lot of buzz. And I think it's really exciting because this is the first time that I've seen as a venture capitalist, uh, the normal investor, the little guy um, have an advantage over institutions and, and, and venture capitalists. And that's really exciting for me uh, because it's the first time ever that people have been able to make so much money and front run institutions. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, you know, a lot of people are concerned that crypto might be a fad or that it's just so risky and volatile. Like, where do you really see crypto in the next five, 10 years? Yeah, so I'm, I'm also very skeptical, right? I mean, it's my job to be a skeptic and, and look at everything under the under the hood. Um, and, you know, so I've, I've taken a lot of time to think about it. And, um, you know, I, I see that there is a real use case and need for blockchain technology. Um, I do think that we're still early, um, meaning that there are only a few real use cases um, today um, for blockchain technology, right? You have DeFi, um, you have NFTs, um, those are two real use cases, but I still think that um, there's a lot more use cases that will come out over the next you know, three to five years. But in five years, um, I see a world where everything is run off the blockchain technology, meaning your house, your car, your rent payments. Um, you know, If you're going to buy a house, the title, the insurance, everything will be on a smart contract, which will be based off of uh, the blockchain technology. So in five years, I think it'll be like where we're writing an email or we're Googling. Everyone's going to be using blockchain, whether they know it or not. Yeah, that's so cool. That sounds like... Uh, incredible to even think about like how do you know that why do you think that's true so again you know i mean this is just an educated guess um but it just you know if you look at the whole financial system and the whole system of the way things are run um we're analog right we're very old it's a hundred years um old <laughs> the banking system totally. um you know trading stocks right t plus three where something settles in three days uh blockchain is transparent and it's immutable and it's in real time. And so I really do see that we're going to shift everything from an analog world to a digital world, which is this new frontier of blockchain technology, digitization of all sectors and industries. And it's really exciting because things are going to happen in real time, settle in real time. We'll be able to send money in real time. And um, it's just it's there's a huge need. Right. Um, there's a huge need around the world for this technology to, to be implemented. Um, for many, many reasons. Well, what do you think are the top three reasons? Why do you think there's such a big need? So I, I really like, um, you know, peer to peer. Um, so being able to um, send money across overseas instantaneously, right? So as opposed to having to go to Western Union, yep. sending money to family, um, I like the ability to be able to send money overseas where it's instantaneous. Uh, and I think that's going to cut a lot of costs and save the individual uh, person a lot of money. Um, I also really see a huge use case in, in securities uh, like the stock market. I think that, you know, for something to settle in three days is just silly, right? It, it would be so much beneficial to, to settle instantaneously. Um, and I really think a cool application will be when you can put everything into a smart contract. So if I'm gonna sell a home, 
usually I'm spending six or 7% of the fees are going to brokers, right? Middlemen. So now I'll be able to put the insurance, the title, right? All the information that comes in a home, you'll be able to put that together on a smart contract. It'll be approved, okay, by a series of uh, people on the blockchain. And then when you want to buy my home, we can set a price and uh, the, the smart contract can execute the trade. And you can, it wouldn't take three, four months and six or 7% to sell my house uh, and fees. It, it could happen instantaneously, you know, for a fraction of the cost. So those are a couple, um, you know, of the use cases that I'm looking forward to seeing on a, on a larger scale. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes total sense. I can see why you think it's totally the future. Why do you think some countries are banning it altogether? Why are people so yeah, afraid? So I think, you know, I, I see China's banned it, but, um, you know, I don't know if you saw, but recently uh, Russia, the, the, the Central Bank of Russia asked uh, Russia to ban and they said, actually, we're not going to ban it. Um, so they're, they're creating more, um, you know, more, they're, gonna, they're creating more mining and, and actually India today just accepted a lot of people thought that India, this actually is news that just broke today. I mean, uh, um, <laughs> Tell us, Peter. <laughs> India was, you know, contemplating banning it, but they actually approved it today and said, you know, that we uh, open, you know, we embrace cryptocurrencies with open arms and we're taxing it at a 30% tax rate. And so, you know, India is a huge market where people are underbanked totally. um, and underserved. And ah. you know, now it's, now it's uh, being accepted with open arms and, um, also, there's a lot of smart people in India, developers and stuff that understand use cases for third world countries. Um, so I'm really excited about the news that came out today. Wow, that's cool. How did you find out about the news? What outlet? So, so yeah, a couple of great places that I pay attention to um, that I would recommend. Um, you know, obviously, um, Michael Saylor is, is a big proponent of yeah. Bitcoin. So he's someone great. that's fun to watch. Um, I really like on also on YouTube, if you type in uh, crypto banter is a really smart uh, group that kind of gives you updates on a daily basis, uh, crypto banter, as well as alt uh, altcoin daily, A-L-T, altcoin daily. Um, this is, you know, one place I go to um, for for news. And these these groups get news that don't hit, you know, national TV that you wouldn't hear about. Um, but you're getting good news in real time about countries and big companies that are, are joining this, this revolution. Yeah, that's cool. Let's talk about the decentralized aspect of crypto and sort of the space. Can you share a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, you know, DeFi is, is a really exciting, uh, space. Um, it's, you know, really transforming the entire banking industry, um, um, so what, what specifically would you like to know? I mean, you know, you, you, you can typically, you know, just on a, on a very simple basis, um, cause I don't want to get too technical, but, um, <laughs> we, we have the ability to, um, you know, take coins and, and, and stake them and yield farm them, um, and, and earn interest, right. Or APY on these. Um, so instead of putting your money in the bank and earning, you know, 0.01%, right. Um, less than one tenth of one percent, um, you can now take your 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 money, convert it into a stable coin, and earn you know upwards of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 percent uh, yields on your money, which is which is insane. Um, yeah. So I think it's it's really changing the way we look at um, investing and the banking system. I remember when I was a kid, you know, I used to be able to put money in a CD and get seven, eight, nine percent, right? 
but that was 20 years ago. Um, so now if you could take your money and, and, and see returns of 20 or 30, 40%, it's, uh, it's a pretty exciting place to be. Yeah, that's cool that you were using CDs 20 years ago. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 20 and 30 years ago. So. Wow, cool. Well, okay, so for the people that aren't as familiar with the technology, what's your, what do you, like, which coin, which form of technology are you most excited about? Sure. So, um, you know, of course, I can't give financial advice and I recommend everyone to do their own research. Um, but <laughs> to kind of give you guys an understanding of some things that I'm excited about and that I'm looking at, you know, obviously Bitcoin is, you know, something that you have to pay attention to. Um, you know, it's it's it's, you know, the number one coin that's on the map. Um, but, you know, also uh, Ethereum, I think, is, is very exciting technology. Um, Ethereum has you know, to date the most uh, companies and dApps that are built. Um, so Ethereum has a big use case. And, you know, if you look at the metaverse um, and NFTs, uh, the majority of, of the metaverse and NFTs are falling into the Ethereum ecosystem. So I, I, I'm really excited for the future of Ethereum, um, but also other layer one technologies, um, you know, that, that, are, that are out there. Um, you know, Ripple, for example, um, Polkadot, Avalanche, Luna. Um, I think that these are all interesting um, protocol technologies that one would want to take a look at and, and dive into. As I do see that the world will be multi-chain, meaning that um, it won't just be Ethereum um, or one blockchain that's running everything. I, I see a world of interoperability where there's multiple different chains and multiple different stacks being used together. Um, you know, as one. So those are some of the coins that I would, I would recommend taking a look at. And you'd be, you'd be recommending. Okay. Well, let's even just to add more context, you mentioned various um, number of coins like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Avalanche. What, what is specifically Ethereum for people that just have no idea? Like what is specifically the foundation of the technology? So, um, you know, blockchain technologies are, are protocols, right? So it's actually code. Um, and so, you know, this code has its own, you know, algorithm and, and um, parameters. But what, what's happening with Ethereum is it's, it's, it's the most developed protocol, meaning that the most developers, the most entrepreneurs um, are using the Ethereum blockchain to build companies on top of, to build DeFi. Um, and so, and, you know, there's other ones that are, are competing now, new layer ones um, that are competing, but Ethereum still today is the furthest along in terms of um, growth and adoption um, and the amount of users that have wallets with Ethereum. Um, yeah. Now, this doesn't mean that it'll be, you know, the case forever, um, like companies like Solana and Luna are, are gaining traction, um, you know, and, and, and may surpass Ethereum one day, I don't know. Um, but it's just important to know that Ethereum is not the only only layer one that's out there, um, although it is the biggest one today. You know, there are many other ones that are developing and, and, and could be as big or bigger in the future. Wow. Cool. OK, so uh, think about this way. Uh, somebody hasn't ever invested in um, Bitcoin. What do they do? What are the steps they take? How do you sure. recommend so so, um, you know, what's, what's really exciting about this is this is for everyone, right? I mean, guys, this is not, you know, for the big institutions. If you don't have to have a lot of money, right? With as little as $50, right? Or $100 or $500, you can get 
involved, right, and get started. So, I mean, I would recommend, you know, obviously there's a couple different um, platforms out there and depending on where you are in the world, um, you know, my advice would be different, but you probably want to take a look at Coinbase um, or, or Binance, um, you know, Coinbase, if you're in the U.S., Binance, if you're out of the U.S., um, those are two really good platforms uh, where you can simply open an account, you submit your information, uh, your driver's license or passport, and, you know, with as little as $50, you can uh, get involved in, in buying cryptocurrencies. Cool. And then let's talk about wallets. Let's talk about um, any other technical terms in the last few minutes that we have. Like, what can you demystify for people? Because <laughs> it all feels like jargon in a way, right? It's like, what's MetaMask? What's this wallet? What's, you know, what's the difference between Coinbase and Kraken? Yeah. You know? There's so much going on. Yeah, I think there's so much going on. And, um, you know, depending on, on how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go, uh, you know, obviously, you know, MetaMask is, is one of the most... Uh, famous and well-used uh, wallets. But again, if you just are looking to buy, you know, kind of the basic uh, top 10 cryptocurrencies per se, um, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, you can do that on, on any of these platforms like a Coinbase or a Binance. Um, so you wouldn't have to have a side wallet to do that. Um, the wallets are, are for you to take custody of the assets, uh, which is a, an additional degree of responsibility. Um, so, you know, I would recommend, you know, anyone that wants to get involved in crypto, just please do your research, go online, um, take it slow and steady. You know, you don't rush it, take it slow and steady. Um, the area is so new that you could make mistakes where, you know, you could send it to the wrong address and end up losing it and you might regret it. So, you know, please just take your time to get familiar, get comfortable. It really took me you know, uh, six months of studying this every day, you know, 10, 15 hours a day to, to start doing some of the more advanced things like, you know, staking and yield farming and MetaMask wallets, et cetera. So, um, you know, I think everyone should start off, you know, by, you know, something you're comfortable with, maybe Bitcoin, Ethereum, you can do that on a, uh, you know, Coinbase or Binance or Kraken exchange. And I think that's a good first step to take. Um, and then start, you can start looking into hardware, hard, you know, hard wallets and uh, MetaMask wallets, et cetera. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, you know, just in closing, I think something to note, um, I don't know if you know this, I'm sure you do, that like crypto.com is putting a big push on advertising. Um, they even have Matt Damon as their spokesperson. I think they have a... Um, Think the tagline that says something like fortune favors the brave you know and they're putting a big sure. push yeah which makes total sense right makes total sense and um you know they're doing a lot of advertising with the nba like with all of this buzz and advertising and movement and celebrities now getting involved like i i definitely think it's here to stay i definitely think people are paying attention i think they're making money um, you know, any final thoughts or words for people that now I think everybody's buzzing about this, getting infiltrated, like, um, how, how can they simply think about this? Should they, I don't know, invest a really small amount, just get involved today. Should they wait? Like what parting words do you have for them? <laughs> well, I mean, you know that, I mean, I mean, the world is definitely trending, you know, all the biggest comfort companies and corporations are starting to jump in. Um, 
and you know crypto.com they're spending all this money to be on stadiums and coinbase it's it's a fight for users right because they know that this is the future uh this is the future of finance and you know they're, they're spending all this money because they want to attract uh people like us to use their platform. So, you know, my final words would, you know, would just be, you know, take your time. Anyone can do this. Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, you have to do your own work, but you, you push yourself and you can do it. Anyone can do it. I think this is the, the biggest opportunity we've seen in our lifetime as a retail investor, where we can really front run and get in front of these bigger institutions. Um, and I would just say, you know, obviously only invest what you, you know, can, can risk and afford to risk. But if you, um, you know, have a good plan and you stay strong with your plan and don't really let the volatility affect you as much because people are emotional and tend to buy the top and sell at the bottom. Um, I would say, you know, DCA, right? Just, uh, you know, buy in slowly at different prices over a period of time and, and just hold, you know, and, and keep uh, what you believe in, keep your thesis. And I think in three to five plus years, you're going to be very, very happy. <laughs> so dollar cost average, yeah. uh, focus on that and just hold. Like if you aren't going to be Peter, like studying this 10, 15 hours, I know you've been really successful in this field. I know that um, actually, you know what? The, one other question's popped up before we go. What do you attribute your success to? Like you were, you were in the venture f world. I mean, I know you were dealing a lot with, large amounts of money, like you didn't know much about crypto, but I think you had some pretty great immediate success. Like, what do you, what do you attribute your success to? Um, in crypto specifically, or just in general? <laughs> in crypto. <laughs> in crypto. <laughs> Unless yeah. you want to share your secret I, success. It's, it's, it's just, again, it's just about, you know, um, falling in love with something and your attention and putting all of your attention into something, studying it, um, you know, embracing it. And, and, you know, obviously I have the background of, of, uh, vetting technologies out and management teams out. And, um, so, you know, obviously you have to take a little bit of risk, um, but without risk, there's not, you know, reward. And I think it was just, you know, right place, right time. Again, as a venture capitalist, I'm always looking at the next thing that's going to shape the future. And I'm always looking to finance the future and, um, you know, Ethereum and Bitcoin were, were two, uh, really good use cases, yeah. Um, that made sense. That made so. sense. Cool. All right. Well, you told me one story when you were growing up that I think helped also make you pretty successful too. I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing that sure. one or not. Sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, so just, you know, for an example, you know, growing up, um, you know, my parents, you know, they they really pushed me to do things myself. So, you know, when I was five and six years old, if I was sick and I used to get, you know, uh, strep throats quite often. My mom would literally tell me, okay, you want to go to the, you don't feel good, then call the doctor. And I was like, what do you mean call the doctor? She's like, yeah, go pick up the phone and call the doctor. And I'm, I'm literally five years old, okay? And I never even picked up a phone or spoken to anybody on a phone. And I had to learn, you know, how to dial, dial a phone, introduce myself, explain my situation and see if they could help me, right? So um, you know, I think this is an example of just, you know, being pushed to, to kind of, you know, you have to push yourself, right? Push yourself to be in something that's uncomfortable, something that's new. Crypto is very new and it was yeah. very uncomfortable getting involved in it. And, and, but it's just about persistence and pushing and, you know, getting through it. And that's where the opportunity lies.
Yeah, exactly. Your parents were giving you tough love, right? I mean, the the positive part of that message, other than just like, what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, I think the positive part about that is that the message that they gave you is you can do it and you're capable. And when someone grows up with that kind of belief system is like, you know what, this is hard. I don't know what to do, but I'll figure it out. I'm capable. When someone has that psychology and that belief system, they they feel more comfortable investing in their own education and in themselves and I think taking risks. And I think that's also really special about you because you have this confidence that, you know what, I'm not going to have somebody else do it for me, which is one of the largest faux pas in the financial world, right? You just give your money away to a planner and then you don't know what's going on. I'm going to learn this. Um, and you don't, you, people don't need to go as deep as you've been going, but it's really important to invest in yourself, right? Like, you absolutely nailed it. I mean, you nailed it. And what's what I really like about crypto specifically is that all the information, all the tools are available to, to people like, you know, us normal people that want to get involved. It's on the internet, right? With the new age and, and today's world, we can access this. So we just have to empower ourselves to go out and, and, and obtain it and, uh, and, and make our own decisions. And um, I think crypto, you know, again, it's, it's, I like to say, I think, you know, if you put, you know, somewhere between one and 5% of your net worth into crypto, I think that you've got a good option, a good shot of that turning into 95% of your wealth in the next five to 10 years. So, yeah. you know, that's a pretty big opportunity. Yeah, that's a big opportunity. Cool. Well, thank you, Peter, for joining the podcast. Um, where can we find you? I know, I know you just started a new company. You started a new crypto fund. I know you have a website. Um, yeah. yeah so please check me out. You know, the, the, the fund is called First Block Capital. Um, so you can uh, go to firstblockcapital.com uh, or also reach out to me on LinkedIn, Peter Jansen. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you. And thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. I hope this was useful to everyone. As always, you're going to find this podcast on LinkedIn Live. We're now on Apple and Spotify. I'm your host, Amina Zamani, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Thank you.